friends. Welcome to Story Behind Podcast. This is the show for people who love hearing a good story and who believe the world could use more positivity. We're the team behind God Updates and God Too, and we hope these weekly short stories will brighten your day. A struggling single mom became the inventor of liquid paper, and it changed everything. Written by Mel Johnson. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. Before becoming the inventor of liquid paper, also called whiteout, Bette Nesmith Graham was a single mother just barely scraping by working as a secretary. And the inspirational short story behind this common everyday item is anything but ordinary. A quote often attributed to Plato suggests, Necessity is the mother of invention. And it makes sense. Where there's a need, somebody will eventually find a means to resolve it. For Bette Nesmith Graham, the inventor of liquid paper, she needed a better way to do her job. And God used one of Bette's passions, painting, to inspire an invention that would eventually become a household item and change Bette's life forever. At 17 years old, Bette, who was born as Bette Claire Murphy, dropped out of high school to marry a soldier named Warren Nesmith. The two conceived a son together, Michael Nesmith, who would later go on to become a member of the band The Monkees. But after Warren came home from World War II, he and Bette ended up getting divorced. As a single divorced mother in the 1950s, Bette was trying to support herself and her son all on her own, making roughly $300 a month. The majority of her job as a secretary for a Texas bank involved typing. That may sound simple enough, but this was during the age of typewriters, long before the blinking cursor of a digital screen where a mistake could easily be deleted with a simple click of a button. Some folks have fingers that can fly across a keyboard, rarely hitting the wrong key. But you see, Bet Nesmith Graham, the inventor of liquid paper, was not one of those people. And in those days, hitting the wrong key on a typewriter had significant implications. Each mistake with the carbon ribbon meant going to great lengths to try and erase it and usually, the process resulted in smudges. The only other option was to start typing the document all over again. But as God so often does, he took Bet's mistakes and imperfections and used them to do something incredible. Bet Nesmith Graham was a hard worker, and she realized she needed to find a way to cut down on the time she was losing as a result of her typos. So, she drew some inspiration from one of her pastimes. On the side, Bet would sometimes paint window displays for the bank. And one day she realized this held the answer to her typo issue. An artist never corrects by erasing, but always paints over the air, she said. So I decided to use what artists use. From within her home's garage, Bet Nesmith Smith concocted a correction fluid out of white water-based paint called tempera. Once she got the proportions right, she poured the liquid into an old nail polish bottles and officially became the inventor of liquid paper. Bette tested her concoction out at work and found it worked like a charm. And as other secretaries discovered her secret, they wanted some for themselves. Bette called it Mistake Out and enlisted the help of her son and friends to keep up with the product demand created by her colleagues alone. She continued honing her recipe and traveled around peddling her concoction fluid to businesses around Texas. 
1958, she changed the name to Liquid Paper and continued to grow the business from her garage to a trailer and then to an office building. Bet's product continued to fly off the shelves and by 1964, production had grown 10 times. And despite her success, the inventor of Liquid Paper admits she battled fears and anxieties throughout the course of building her business. But the key is that the single mom who came from nothing persevered. I think anyone who is making progress faces fear, she explained. Overcoming fear is all there is to success. You have to face fears and doubts constantly. You keep doing it over and over. With her booming business, Bette Nesmith Graham used her success to help others. She set up two foundations to help women. One supported women in the arts and the other offered help to disadvantaged women. Additionally, Bette ran her company in a manner quite different from the Times. Just some of the employee benefits she offered were on-site childcare facilities, affirmative action policies, tuition reimbursement, and more. And to think, all of this originated from Bette's typing mistakes. Of course, this didn't mean Bette's life was completely free from adversity. In the midst of her success, she thought she'd found love again. She married a man named Robert Graham, and as her husband, she gave him partial control over the company. Sadly, though, this marriage ended in divorce in 1976, and Robert tried to swindle the inventor of liquid paper out of her own company. He tried changing the formula and removing her from the board, but Bette Nesmith Graham fought back. The tenacious woman managed to hold on to 49% of the company. Over the next few years, her health declined rapidly. So, in 1979, the inventor of liquid paper sold the company to Gillette for $47.5 million, plus a deal for royalties. Then, just a few months later, Bette Nesmith Graham suffered a stroke and died at 59 years old. The self-made woman left quite a legacy. Liquid paper is still manufactured and sold to this day. In fact, you may even have a bottle within arm's reach. And what a powerful parallel this product has to the good news. Just as liquid paper blots out the stain of a mistake made with ink, Jesus wipes away the mark of sin on our lives and through his sacrifice makes our souls as white as snow. Bette Nesma's Graham invention, born out of necessity and a lot of mistakes, outlived its creator and is a testament to how God can use our mess-ups to write an incredible testimony. Please be sure to share this story with others as a reminder that no mistake or failure is too big for God. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins are as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Isaiah 118. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. 
Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Science experiment at home goes horribly wrong and 12-year-old boy needs prayers. Written by Heather Riggleman. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. A science experiment at home goes horribly wrong, and now a 12-year-old boy needs our prayers. May we all remember what it was like to be a middle schooler working on science experiments for school. To this day, my middle school uses a plastic cup I had once accidentally set on fire when I placed it above a Bunsen burner instead of a glass cup. That mix-up not only went up in flames, but the substitute teacher, also who was working the lab that day, never taught again. My fellow classmates still remember her running over to our station and throwing a blanket on top of the fire to try and put it out, which led to the entire school being evacuated. The point is, accidents happen, and when we are in the middle of a crisis, we could use grace, love, and a whole lot of prayer, especially Barrett McKim. Barrett McKim used the proper gear and instruments for a science project, including safety glasses. He conducted the science experiment at home when something went horribly awry. The whole project went up in flames, including his body and shirt. The safety goggles saved Barrett's eyes, and thankfully his mother was assisting. As soon as she first saw the fire, she jumped in and tried to put it out. Tragically, the flames burned 50% of Barrett's body, and 30% suffered third-degree burns, due in part to a synthetic shirt he wore. After both Barrett and his mom arrived at the hospital, doctors treated her for burns on her hands. Meanwhile, they airlifted Barrett to a burn treatment center where he will need to undergo several skin graft surgeries. When his family heard the news of the science experiment at home gone wrong, his uncle, Stephen Schlutman, immediately began to pray. He then set up a GoFundMe page to help cover the cost of his medical bills on top of extending an invitation to prayer warriors to lift him up for healing. Barrett's uncle led the charge to ask for prayer and set up the donation page. He wrote, Barrett has a love for science and has performed many experiments. He is known for being cautious as evidenced by the goggles he was wearing while performing the experiment. After Barrett McKim underwent his fifth surgery, Uncle Stephen updated the donation page. He added, the hospital will be home for Bear and his parents for weeks, if not months, praying that the Lord will continue to heal skin and that all will be amazed by a healing that is beyond what they think is humanly possible. Let us all take a moment to pray God restores Barrett's body and continues to give him a love for science. Father God, we lift this bright and curious-minded boy to you. He has a love for your order in nature. He loves your laws and how you created the world. Father God, you knew this moment would happen in his young life. We thank you for protecting his life and his mother's. We thank you for how quickly Barrett got the help he needed, and we ask for your hand of healing to be upon him. Lord, we ask for comfort, strength, and resilience as you restore his body. Please surround this family with your love, guidance, and peace as Barrett and his mother heal. In your precious name, amen. We pray Barrett recovers quickly, and he will still have a love of science. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10
Thank you so much for listening to Story Behind Podcast. We're really glad you joined us for this week's story. To see photos and videos that may have been referenced in this episode, check out the links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe to our podcast and please tell a friend about us. We'd also love it if you'd rate us and leave us a review. It really does help more people find us. Story Behind is a Salem Web Network production. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.